your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to a Monday of Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom, like the guy just said, right? 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Nobody coming on today. So you can come on. Feel free. I mean, I don't not let people come on anyway. We had a bunch of calls on Friday with UW Lacrosse political science professor Dr. Anthony Chagoski. I tried to get UW for retired UWL professor Joe Heim on today to kind of break down the GOP convention, but um, I'm going to leave that up to you guys and whatever I read here. So <laughs> GOP convention, uh, Democratic Party convention coming up in a month here at the Lacrosse Center. Kind of new to me. I don't really. I can't, can't be. I'll be honest. I haven't really paid attention to these things a whole lot before and probably most people haven't um some delegates show up at these things and then cast votes for stuff and from what i've been reading it seemed a little little strange so we can get into that um uh some somber news if you haven't heard a a uh 15 year old from logan high school 15 year old was shot and killed last well yeah i would say yesterday morning uh, Sunday around one thirty or so on the south side and another person was also shot but is recovering in the hospital. We don't have a suspect yet officially, but there is somebody in jail. I'm trying to look and see if he's still there. He might not be there anymore. Maybe not. So we did have somebody earlier on weapons charges, but now I don't see it. So, so not something we can officially report on, but as a blowhard radio talk show host, we could just talk about it, right? So, but, but yeah, this is, um, you know, the, the, the Lacrosse School District is providing counseling right now. This, uh, Dr. Aaron Engel sent a letter to families last night uh, already, uh, just kind of, you know, gearing up for the school day today and, Obviously, kids are going to be pretty shook up, I would imagine. A shooting, I've never experienced a shooting in my high school. Um, back back in Hortonville, I've never had to experience this. And, um, I'm, and you know what? There's probably the high school students here haven't, but a lot, of, I think, the faculty and teachers that have been there have actually had to endure this at least once before. Um, in 2015, there was a shooting, so... If y'all want to talk about talk about that, do do you think lacrosse is getting worse with this stuff? Better? I mean, it's hard to say it's getting better when two two teenagers were. Oh, well, I guess I don't know if the other one was a teenager. One, at least one teenager was shot and, and killed last night. Uh, so it's really hard to say it's getting better. But um, yeah, it's hard. I have nothing to compare it to except my own experience. My own experience growing up in Greenville, Wisconsin, and going to Hortonville High School was Hortonville, a pretty big school, but not. Uh, nothing to, to nothing like this ever happened. Um, you know, we had we had accidents, and I I know friends that have died from high school because of certain things, but never never like this. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talking text line. I do want to bring up kind of on a personal note. I I hesitated to to do anything about this, but uh, parked downtown uh, earlier this month, got to my you know what? I didn't even get to my car downtown. I, I came out of my house one day to go to work, looked at the front of my car and went, oh, there's a giant, my, my whole grill is all smashed up. And, and you could tell it looked like a trailer hitch had, uh, had backed into, into my grill, destroyed the front of my car. 
And I was like, all right, well, what to do? So there's, there, there's some cameras on our building, uh, didn't turn up anything. So I kind of sat on, I'm like, okay. And this is the dilemma I think with insurance. It's like, all right, if I don't have proof that this happened, do I claim the thing on my insurance, my car insurance being that not, not too long ago, I ran over a big rock on the road that totally destroyed my car and I had to claim that and I'm being a lot of damage. So now like in within a couple of months of each other, do I claim another thing on my insurance with this one, both really not my fault, but this one totally just like somebody hit and run me. Right. And I'm like, well, this is the dilemma with insurance. Now, if I claim it, then my rates go up. But if I don't claim it, then I've got to fix this or drive around with a smashed car. And I don't like that. And uh, maybe even, you know, the radiator or something could be broke. I, I don't know. I just, uh, so anyway, I finally, finally filed the police reports because there was no other, I, I just came to no other conclusion as what to do. And, um, so I did that early, early this morning and later this afternoon, I get a phone call and police are like, yeah, we've, we've got a, uh, we've got the car that backed into your car and then we followed it on the cameras downtown and at one point, they got a license plate. And so at some point, they're going to contact this person and probably charge them with a hit and run. I don't know if I have any say in, in the in the dilemma. Do I have to press charge? Is he just going to get a hit and run because he didn't report it? And um, But yeah, that's that's our camera system working. I, th- I, w- I, w- I would say, you know, eight, nine years ago. When when was that? Have I been here this long? When when. Mitch Reynolds was doing the show. I think we went through quite a few debates on whether or not we should be installing cameras downtown. And is that an invasion on our privacy? And maybe you still feel that way, but I feel pretty good about it today because uh, somebody hit and run me back into my car. And, uh, you know, this is this didn't happen just a couple, you know, a couple days ago. This happened a while ago. So they keep the camera, they keep the video for at least a month. I don't know how long they keep the video technically, but uh, that would be a lot of uh, video to be keeping. But so, yeah, I feel good about that happening. Now, next time I hit and run somebody and try to get away with it, I'm going to know better because they're going to get me on camera. So uh, anyone in the downtown area that does anything like super, mm, eh, just uh, if I just drive away, maybe nobody will notice and eh, they're going to notice. <laughs> and anyone that has hap- this happened to them. Yeah, just report it. I just went online, filed a police report. Uh, filled out all the relevant information, hit submit, and then it told me you didn't fill out all the relevant information. Rick went back and found the red letters where I missed information, filled that out, and hit submit, and it went back, and less than a day later, they had them. So pretty interesting stuff, I thought. Anyway, 608-785-7914. I'm going to keep doing that until people call me. Uh, I appreciated everyone calling me on Friday, asking you to be lacrosse political science professor Trigoski about, you know, the upcoming GOP convention. And now we have the outgoing GOP convention. Did anyone read any stories about it? Did you pay attention to it? Did you go to it? Did you feel it was weird that they did or weren't or were going to endorse a candidate for governor? There's a bunch of people running for governor to go against Tony Evers. And the party was, they, they voted on endorsing a candidate. They just didn't hit the threshold, uh, even though the person that got the most votes claimed victory. Imagine that. Anyway, we got to take a break. We'll be back. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608 785 7914. Just checking the online inmate 
site to see if anyone was arrested today in regards to that shooting. There was somebody earlier on there, apparently. I was told the 17-year-old on weapons charges. I don't know if they were on the site, but now I can't find them. So I don't know. Maybe we don't have a suspect in the shooting that occurred that killed a 15-year-old Logan High School student and another kid. Well, I don't know if he's a kid. I keep doing that because I just assume since one was a 15-year-old, the other one was probably a 15-year-old or a 16-year-old. Killed a 15-year-old Logan High School student and then another victim was shot and sent to the hospital. It's been a while since a student has been killed in lacrosse. But uh, the, the earliest that we could figure out there's there's two incidents here. There there was one three years ago, and we're not really sure if so. Shavante Thompson is in is uh, he got life in prison three years ago in 2019 for the killing of Javier Ayers. Ayers was 18 at the time, so we weren't sure a if he was even in school in the fall of 2019 because he was 18 at that time, or b if he even went to the Lacrosse School District. So it's hard to say, but he was shot in an alley. Uh, and Ayers was on, caught on camera again. There, we, yeah, caught on, not on a city cam, but caught on camera um, shooting him three times and then jumping into a car and getting away. Uh, but if you go back to 2015, and I'll just say uh, the uh, the victim yesterday that was shot shot multiple times. We don't know how many times, but his name was Storm Vondrashak. Uh, 15-year-old from from Logan High School. Apparently, they they tried to perform life-saving measures on him when they got there, but uh, he was he was he didn't make it. But um, back in 2015, George Miller, a Central student, Central High School student, a 17-year-old. Now this one was was pretty pretty crazy. Uh, killed by an 18-year-old, Deshaun Randall. If you remember, there was there was a standoff. So we had a standoff in Alaska a couple of weeks ago, but nothing like this. Uh, but uh, apparently, if, if from the story that I read, I don't really remember the police report at the time, but I was here back in 2015. But George Miller was confronted by Randall. He was chased down. This all happened on the south side as well. And shot nine times. I believe I believe he was wounded eleven times, but shot nine times. Nine separate gunshots from a thirty-eight caliber. Is that how you say that? Point three eight zero caliber. Me and guns, man. I don't know. Uh, but but a third. I'm just gonna say a th- not a three eighty caliber, right? A thirty-eight caliber. Uh, shot nine times, and and then hours later, there was a standoff with police, and eventually. Um, they took him in, in near Gunderson at a house there. Uh, and then down the road, Deshaun Randall found guilty, sentenced to life in prison. And then a few years later, I want to say years later, there was another shooting. But oh, leading up to that George Miller murder by Deshaun Randall, there in the weeks up to that, there had been quite a few shootings, if you remember, back in 2015. And they culminated in that George Miller murder, a Central High School student. And then that long, and then after that, there was even Brad Williams wrote a story about this a little while ago, maybe, maybe two years ago. I linked it. I believe I linked it in the in the story. 
that is up on Wisdom News website today. I'm going to make sure I link the right story. That's the Javier Chavante Thompson story. Lacrosse Central student killed 2015. Yeah, so if you go to the if you go to the story today about the Logan student murdered or killed, I guess I don't know if he's I don't know if you're shot or are you murdered. Um, the the student the the story is kind of about how that George Miller's murder could have been related to another shooting down the road. So somewhat somewhat interesting is the all are all these things related you know years later are they still related i, I couldn't tell you 608-785-7914 is the talking text line callers calling it caller who's this hey mayor kent on the north side rick how you doing hey ken how are you i'm good thanks not, not bad hey sorry for backing into your car like that but uh oops yeah they got you on camera so uh uh officer stoner <laughs> i think his name is stoner will be uh he probably left you a voicemail or something He's already been over here. I gave him a beer and he left. <laughs> okay. But anyway, you yeah, about these these young kids that got shot, you know, it's it's travesty. Yeah. But uh, let's not pull these police officers out of the schools because this stuff kind of all intermingles within the schools. You know, I don't. It gets out of school, and then now you got these young kids getting shot. Come on, man. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, the, uh, the, that's the second half of my show is the school resource officers. We we already had news on that last Friday, late Friday. So if you, we didn't even talk about it because it was a Friday news dump that we didn't even get to. Um, but the school right. district is already making changes to the school resource officer program as well. Well, all right, brother. But I'd like to see the officers stay in the school to help mentor these kids. And it's a tra- tragedy that, that these shootings are happening and stuff, but... You know, I don't want it to happen in school. It's happening out of school right now, but come on, man, you know. Yeah, and does a thanks for the call, Kent. Yeah, does the does a school resource officer prevent shootings in school? Does that is that, you know, if if there's a presence of police in school, does that present prevent a shooting? Just the presence of it or a lack thereof. Would that a lack thereof? Um, yeah, that was. Uh, I'll get to that in a little bit. The the idea that the 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 lacrosse school district made the announcement. Of course, of course, it was a Friday news dump. So we 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 joke about that on Friday, but that happens all the time. Like, uh, you know, a bunch of a couple of weeks ago, it was like Governor Tony Evers vetoes forty election suppression bills by the GOP in Wisconsin. Friday news dump. Why? Because it's not the greatest headline. It's not like it's not one of those unifying headlines, so you could throw it in there. And I think you know there was other ones on, you know, uh, Easter weekend. There was a there was that might have been the Friday news dump that that came. But um, yeah, it always happens that way. Anyway, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the talk and text line if you want to get in here. Got another call coming. Uh, caller, who's this? My name's Carl. Hey, Carl, you're on the air. Go ahead. Say if do am I understanding this right that this. Young gentleman that got killed yesterday was out at one thirty in the morning. Well, I don't. I mean, he was killed outside. From from what I can tell, he was killed outside an apartment on the south side. Yeah. What whether that was okay. his apartment or his family's apartment, I don't know anything about it. But um, and I don't. You know, honestly, I don't even know if he was killed out on the street. I don't even know where he was killed. We just kind of know the area. I just heard that it was like one thirty in the morning. I just wondering where the heck his parents were. They letting him run around on the street at that time of night. But I guess that's uh, here or there. 
I'm sorry that that happened to a young man, just like everybody's talking about. I mean, but yeah, it was getting way out of control. Yeah, and that's, I mean, is it getting out of control? I mean, it's, uh, we, we see this once in a while, but uh, when, when a 15-year-old is murdered, it seems out of control. Uh, but it, it's, it's awful, and, but it's, it's an outlier, hopefully. I mean, 2015 is the last time it happened. So seven years is two and seven years too much. I would say yes, but also I would, I would assume that other towns elsewhere have a worse problem. Um, but yeah, the, I think we're drawing conclusions here when, okay, we, we know the police call came in at 1.25 a.m. Uh, beyond that, I, I, Brad Williams saw something outside a building on the south side that appeared to be a memorial for that victim which was right on that block right where, where the police said that that was the that the, the what 1900 block of 7th street south so um but was it outside was the did the shooting happen in the street so we're we're drawing a lot of conclusions here um and then and then pointing and and trying to blame things that happen when <laughs> like i don't know a whole lot of information at this point but it is awful what were the circumstances? I think regardless of what the circumstances were, uh, the outcome is, is tragic and, and shouldn't have happened. And another thing that, you know, like when all these things happen is, is what the big question, and we can talk about this after the break, is the gun. This, like what was the gun? Where did the gun come from? Whose gun was it? Was it legal? <laughs> uh, we, we never seem to... Uh, that never seems to be part of the conversation when it comes to never seems to be part of any of these stories. I think a lot of these stories, unless it's really just Kyle Rittenhouse, right? Because he had a big fancy gun. And how did he get that weird? What was it, AR-15 or AR-15 like gun? Um, so it, it, it looks like a gun I played with as a kid, not not a real gun, but like a toy gun. It just looks like something like out of a, you know, a toy store that a kid would play with. But when it comes to Kyle Rittenhouse, we learned all about the gun. When it comes to any of these other stories, we don't learn hardly anything about the gun. I've asked uh, Police Chief Sean Kudron about that. He said a lot of times, and uh, District Attorney Tim Grinke a lot of times, that the gun just gets destroyed. But that's what happens to the gun. Where did the gun come from? That's usually the thing that we kind of overlook and, and never get a whole lot of information about. Anyway, i got to take a break. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line if you want to get in here. I'm Rick Solom, just talking about uh, Scott's comment, very ironic. Uh, he records that early in the morning. In fact, it probably probably recorded that yesterday, more yesterday at some point before the news came out of this uh, Lacrosse Logan student being killed in a shooting. Uh, but talking about the bad news, right? And if you just go, I, I didn't do this yet, but if you just go to like the AP, you know, uh, a Wall Street ends higher following seven straight weeks of losses. I mean, uh, Pentagon says there's more high-tech weapons going to Ukraine. Biden, U.S. would interview with military to defend Taiwan. I mean, these are all kind of just like very nerve-wracking stories. They're all kind of like not bad news stories, but the, the, the irony there of Scott's comment talking about how everything seems to be bad news. And then this comes out right in our town, right? Right in the town of La Crosse. Uh, two people shot, one 15-year-old shot and killed on the south side in a shooting uh, early Sunday morning. Uh, just kind of adds to it and brings that that stuff home. Because a lot of that stuff is kind of out there, right? Like just 
you know, whether it's monkeypox, like, a, you know, like they're really going to worry about monkeypox now or the war in Ukraine and the stuff is devastating, but just kind of outside our realm. Right. And then something like this hits home. Number three is calling in. Number three, you're on the air. Go ahead. How you doing, pal? I'm okay. Today's not a great day, but yeah, I'm okay. Better. You'll get your car fixed. Don't worry. Just you probably have to use your insurance because the guy that hit you probably ain't got any. Yeah, I mean that was like a, the the ray of good news that came from me today. But all these all this other stuff is it's it's difficult to talk about. But what you got? Well, I tell you. This used to be lovely, lively lacrosse, all-American city before you and Mitch Reynolds come. It ain't no more, and I've been trying to tell you people that. Are you blaming me? Is that what you're doing? Sounds no, like you're but blaming me. I'm just saying that uh, there's been shootings on South Avenue right down by the train park. Another guy got winged down there by old Boyer's Furniture. We had the big shootout at the A&W Corral. Yeah, I mean, these things happen over, uh, what, the past seven, eight years? Yeah, it's getting just like Milwaukee. Now, I ain't blaming it on the cops. I'm blaming it on the judges that let these dudes out after the cops go get them. Okay. That's what I'm saying. we got to get stricter on our laws, but nobody wants to listen to an old white-haired guy. Well, should we get stricter on who gets to have a gun and how we report on those guns? How we record those guns? Well, now we're going into who should have a gun and who shouldn't. Uh, I think everybody in the near future is going to have to carry a baseball bat and a gun with them. Oh, so that'll make society better? That's what I think. That'll help? Well, it'll protect you or me. How, How would me carrying a baseball bat and a gun be better well if somebody come after you at night you'd have a little defense you could de- de- defend yourself i feel like then there'd just be two people dead <laughs> or one at least one dead and one severely wounded <laughs> yeah and otherwise you're talking about that shooting down by the hospital today uh i was watching television i seen bullet holes in the apartment down there from from sunday morning well, I'm, I don't know who else put them in there. They oh, okay. No, I just... on television, there was a bullet hole in the building. Oh, no, right. I was just trying to clarify, because in, uh, in 2015, that, that Central High School student that was murdered was also on the south side. Yeah. Well, there's been... I tell you, there's a lot of shootings we never even hear about on the south end of La Crosse. As, as... Well, the cops, there's a shooting, and they go, they can't find anybody. So we don't hear about it. Yeah, gunshots. There's a lot of shootings that people don't even call in anymore. Yeah, gu- those are gunshots. Gunshots, yeah. Yeah, shootings. I, f- I feel as like... As long as people aren't a good shot, we're all right. Yeah, I mean, a couple of weeks ago we had the guy by Viterbo and I think by Gunderson uh, in some elementary school over there just shooting into the air an awful lot. Uh, but we did hear about that, so... Yeah, well, those bullets go up and they come down, too, Rick. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm yeah, saying, that's okay. that's one yeah, of those... I'm just saying, uh, uh, the cops are doing their job, it's the court system that's uh, letting these people out. I mean, you, you look at their records uh, on the internet, and they've had guns, they're not supposed to have a gun, and then they have a gun again. So, I mean, it's, it's like I say, it's getting to be like Milwaukee. Yeah, and we should probably figure out where they get these guns. Yeah. Whose job is that? Well, I guess it's if people have them stolen from them 
or they buy them on the black market. I mean, you can go to Chicago and, or someplace and get all the guns you want. Hard to buy a gun in Chicago, but you can go into the next state and get one. Well, you don't buy them legal when you go to Chicago. Really. Yeah, you can go to Indiana and get them pretty easy. Yeah, okay. That's my uh, wisdom for the day. All right, thanks for the call. And I like that you open up your show. I opened up my show. What do you mean? Well, you have you don't have a comedian on or somebody else on tonight, taking up all your time. Oh well, I like to. Well, I like to bring. Well, I don't know about a comedian, but thanks for the call. I, I like to bring somebody on to like talk about something relevant. And I have somebody lined up for tomorrow. I have Doctor Aaron Engel of the Lacrosse School District. I had him lined up last week, and now we have all kinds of other things to talk about. I don't know how much we'll get into. Uh, one of his students, you know, in the district being being killed, I hesitate to say murder because I don't know the, the technicalities there, but um, you know, the school resource officer program, which I'll get into here in a minute uh, is, is one thing we can talk about. And, and then on Wednesday I have a UW lacrosse professor on to talk about um, crypto, the fall of crypto and, and maybe some of the, the market stock market and its fluctuations. And are we headed for a recession? I think he can get into stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I like to bring guests on my show to better inform you about the things that are happening because I'm not, I'm going to admit it. I'm not going to be the greatest on all these things it comes to gun laws and stuff like that. It's way beyond me, but the idea that we we're, we're, we're number three here is blaming, uh, not the police, but the judges. So he's blaming the judges. We have no information on who the, the police don't even know yet. Uh, the crime wasn't prevented. So, I mean, Police are here to prevent crimes. Well, it wasn't prevented. Where did the gun come from? We're not blaming the gun. <laughs> so how did how did these people get the gun? Where did the gun come from? The gun had to come from somewhere. It had to be made. Whether it was stolen or bought legally, bought legally, then stolen, uh, it's all up for questions, but all maybe things that need to be addressed. If the shootings are increasing, uh, we could talk about the guns. We certainly could talk about the guns. We could do something about like how those are put into people's hands as we, you know, Try to. I think there was news just last week on alleviating some gun laws in Wisconsin. Um, it's just a. It's just a conversation that we should be able to have. Caller, call. call uh, who is this? You're you're on the air. My name is Dee, and I'd like for you to report on the congested traffic that continually builds up at the south end of town, where Highway 35 and 14 intersection is, and where they're build, trying to build a new turnabout or a roundabout, roundabout yep. or whatever it's called. This is the third time, I just came home, the third time in less than two weeks that somebody has been in my lane head-on. Tonight it was a semi. I, and this is only, we only got two lanes out there. People, it's not identified correctly. There's going to be a bad wreck there one of these days. Okay, can you explain to me? I, I, I'm not understanding what happened. The traffic is supposed to either turn east and go to, highway, go to Coon Valley. Yep. Okay, or they're supposed to go south to 35 or and south to Stoddard. And there's a little left turn lane there. Oh, it's very little. Very little, and, yeah. And people are getting mixed up, and they are in the two-lane the two lane traffic. Yeah, because once when if there's like three or four people trying to turn left, that probably congests where you, n- nobody can go straight down to Stoddard then, right? Oh, especially if the semi's in my lane, uh, there's nobody can go anywhere. Yeah. yeah. He, was back, I, he had to back up and... You know, it's it's quite scary. I think uh, I think at some point I had the DOT on my show, 
And he said at some point they're going to put temporary stop-and-go lights there. I call them stop-and-go lights. They've got the stop-and-go lights up. They've been up for probably five or six or seven days. Oh, least. they have been. Okay, so I haven't been down there in a week then. And that doesn't help. Yeah, that's not going to help if there's no left turn arrow, I suppose. <laughs> if there's no left turn, the left turn lane is too short and is poorly identified. All right, so I would say, that's good. I appreciate the call. I would say that um, probably got probably to send an email to the DOT. Um, yeah, has, has anyone else had some trouble trying to, to navigate through uh, the, the south side new roundabout project? I mean, we're going to have four of those, one, two, three, five of those. We're going to have five of those in, by, by the end of next summer. Um, so just imagine when they start demolishing buildings, which I think they're doing that in the process. But when they start putting the roundabouts on the south side, oh, boy, we can't do road talk, too, can we? Uh, Eric from Sparta is calling in. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air. I was kind of wondering, do you think uh, Hillary Clinton, Mr. Sussman, Mark Elias, Jake Sullivan, Barack Obama, and Susan Rice are getting indicted for anything concerning this uh, fraud they perpetrated on the United States government under trial for uh, trying to kill President Donald Trump's election chances? Before the election, the 2016 election. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're probably all going to jail, I imagine. I have no idea, Eric. No idea. Caller, who's this? You're on the air. Is it me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is <laughs> Diane. Hi, Diane. You're, you're on the have, air. Go ahead. I just have a question for you. Are you going to be taking calls tomorrow night with uh, Dr. Engel, or are you just going to talk with him? I will probably, I will, I will probably read relevant texts, but I don't. Okay. I, I have to. I'll have to ask him, but probably not. Okay, and just, I have. Okay, I have two things I'd like you to ask. Him, okay, give okay? me a second here. Give me a second. I gotta. Okay, Engel. I got. I got my notes up. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Number one is um, why don't we take a break for five years and see what's happening with the immigrations that are going to be happening throughout the country, probably with the. What's going on in Ukraine and the border? Number one, okay. Take a, take a break Number from is, take a break huh? from what? School. Well, let's just see what happens with the school system. What comes up in our grade schools instead of going to building two new high schools like in the past? How we got rid of uh, the grade schools and then we had to build two new middle new grade schools because we didn't we had the population that exploded on us. Okay, that's one question. Okay, number two is why don't we take the middle school? And move them in with the high school, like they, like Aquinas did. There's no reason that Lincoln and Longfellow, if the enrollment is down so far, that we can't consolidate them into Central and consolidate Logan Middle School into Logan. Okay, that would take care of our problem, I think. Okay, I know. I've also heard that Hogan administration is moving into Central High School. I don't know why they are, but I heard that's happening. Okay, those Hogan. are my concerns. Yeah, you know, okay. yes. I would call tomorrow if I could, but. Let's ask that question, okay? If you get oh, a chance. Hogan administration's moving into where? Logan? Central. Central into High Central. School, I heard. Okay. All right. I got them wrote down. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, bye. Yeah, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Yeah, Dr. Aaron Engel will be on t- with me tomorrow. That's that's one of the things. We're gonna talk about the uh the the plan for the lacrosse school district. I believe there's a survey. Is the survey still out there? They're taking uh and then they, they had some public input sessions just to what what to do to consolidate the high schools or the middle schools or the school district in general. Just what what do you want the plan to be? Um, all right, we're going to take one more break and come back.
All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608-785-7914. WIZM, the only AM station playing Buster Rhymes. Should make that a promo. Uh, we were we were talking. Who called in? No, I just forgot. Um, let's see if I got her name here. A woman just called in talking about the the south side and going through the the gambit of the new roundabout between Highway 35 and what are all the roads there? Number three, 1435 and 61. Yeah, what what were we I calling that? The par- three meetings with the DOT. And they don't listen to anybody. They do what they want. Anyway, the speed limit, like in front of Walmart, you know where Wally World is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a 40-mile-an-hour speed limit there. Through the construction zone, heading to Coon Valley and Stoddard, the speed limit is 40. Now, they should drop that down to 25 or 30. Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, they... I mean, in the middle of the day, like right, the quote-unquote rush hour in lacrosse, it's pretty bad. But at uh, probably at eight at night, it's it's you know I probably want to oh, yeah, be doing it forty. Levels off. I've lived out here all my life. I know the traffic. Yeah. Pattern. But in the morning, I mean, it's a uh, it's a circle jerk, and in the afternoon, it is the same thing. But with a speed limit of forty miles an hour through all the orange cones and. Half the people who haven't been through there really don't know if they're coming or going. Yeah. The first time through. Yeah, I would now, say. I've been through it all the time, so it is no problem for me. But uh, I can see where it's going to bother some people, uh, especially at night when it gets a little dark, too. Yeah, for sure. Right. I, I... So what you should do is just take a ride down there someday and visualize it in your own mind. Yeah, I haven't been down there since the stoplights have been up, but I appreciate the call. I I like to just if there's a if there's a car trying to turn left to go to Coon Valley, and the uh, left turn lane's getting filled, uh, you got to be doing forty to do this. But you just you you jerk the wheel to the right a little bit. You get up on two wheels like Night Rider, and you get on and you so you're just up on your right two wheels and you can squeeze through around that left turn lane, especially if there's a semi there. And then you use your left two wheels up in the air just to, to careen off the side of the semi-trailer just to keep yourself balanced a little bit. I've been watching a lot of Night Rider on Netflix. I don't know if you guys remember this show with David Hasselhoff, but it's pretty good. It's pretty realistic, too. Uh, turbo boosts only about three or four times an episode. Never ruins the car. Not in real life. I mean, not in, not in the show anyway. Maybe in real life. <laughs> Anyway, that's all the time I have for today. 